Welcome to the Grace-Filled Food Freedom Podcast. In this podcast, you can expect to be inspired and equipped to ditch diets, eat well, and let your light shine. Every time you listen, you can expect practical tips straight from the Word of God that are going to get you on the road to food freedom today gooey bites of deliciousness that will make you shimmy in your seat because you know that God is speaking directly to you. Are you ready? All right, grab a fork. Let's dive in. Today, I am excited to answer a reader question that maybe you've asked yourself. Why do I keep overeating when it's causing me so much pain? Why do we keep overeating when it's clear that it's not working for us? When it's obvious that the negatives far outweigh the positives? Well, today we're going to look into that so that you can apply some skills to it, make a purposeful plan, and give yourself some grace because grace is the foundation of change. So yeah, maybe you've asked yourself this question before. You're standing in front of the fridge, mindlessly, hand to mouth, eating something that you may not taste anymore. And yet, you just stop eating. It felt like a switch had flipped and you turned from Dr. Jekyll to Mr. Hyde and suddenly you didn't care at all about the negative consequences. Or maybe you're laying your head on the bed, drenched in guilt, stuffed to the gills, and disappointed that you failed yet again one more day. Oh, sis, I get it. Why do we keep doing the things that cause us so much pain? Well, there's a good reason. (laughs) You're not crazy. I promise you, you're a smart woman. You're made by the creator of the universe. And you try to do things that work for you. And unfortunately, food works for you in some ways. So let's talk about why and where to go from here. So one of the reasons that we turn to overeating is simply a lack of skills. Maybe nobody ever taught you how to manage disappointment, hard day at work, stress. Maybe you never learned how to manage your negative self-talk. This is not to point fingers at any parent because we are all parenting out of a deficit. No one who is broken can raise a perfect person. And I believe that's by God's design. Imperfect people require a savior, so it's all good. But you can have some compassion on yourself by realizing that you came from childhood with a lack of skills. Maybe your mom even comforted you with food. You scraped a knee, you got an ice cream cone. You started having a meltdown while they distracted you with a lollipop. Even situations like that can start to wire in some thinking in our brain that associates certain emotions or sometimes it feels like every emotion with the solution of eating. Now, the beauty is, is neuroscience is showing us that brain elasticity is a real thing and that reprogramming your mind and rewiring your mind is completely possible. So don't let those stories sow any bit of disappointment or steal your hope because God is a God of fresh beginnings. And you could start creating fresh beginnings even today. But that's probably a big reason why you turn to food. You lack the skills in order to manage life. So fixing the food, 
And you see why fixing the food isn't the answer to the problem? So often our first line of defense is to cut out the problem food. And yes, there's wisdom in not keeping head-sized containers of your favorite ice cream in the freezer. However, we can keep cleaning up our food to the point that we no longer have anything left. And I was like that. I found myself binging on protein and carrots and salads just because that insatiable appetite within me had nothing to do with food. So yes, you may keep overeating due to a lack of skills. The other reason is life is hard. Like, have you noticed life is hard? There's a lot going on around us. There's a lot of stress and with social media and news, all of this information is coming at us 24 seven, 365, 180 degrees around us. And unless you're being proactive and protecting your heart and mind, you're gonna be hit with these stressors, like it or not. And we take that lack of skill and combine it with a hard life and we've got an endless array of opportunities to overeat. You're not crazy, not broken. Sometimes it just feels like a mathematical equation and it's okay because we can change the math. It's so cool. Okay, so we tend to overeat. We may lack skills, right? Life is hard and so we manage it by eating. And the truth is sometimes eating can be a preferred problem. You may prefer managing the struggles of weight and food over addressing the deeper issues in our life. For example, let's say you have a teenager who's going through a difficult time. Maybe they're talking back. Maybe they're making some unwise choices. You're completely out of control of the situation. There's only so much you can do. So rather than think about parenting troubles, you immerse yourself in trying to fix the food. You try to create a new diet plan. You try to fix your body. You try to pour yourself into something, anything that you can control. And as uncomfortable as overeating is and getting into the binge restrict cycle, it's familiar. And there's comfort in the familiar. The other thing that can happen is we can get into self-reliance. This is pointing back to trying to fix things by fixing the food. Well, even when the awareness comes that the actual problem has less to do with the food and more to do with the way we think and our life experiences, we can still try to fix those things in our own strength. And if you haven't noticed, your strength is pretty exhaustible and we don't always think that well on our feet. So again, God designed so that as we come through life and it's challenging and we may be coming from a life that lacks skills, we turn to food to try to manage our problems. Oh boy, that gaping hole that points to the need of a savior. Rather than cursing your food struggles, can we celebrate that there's a solution to the problem? Why do you keep overeating when it causes so much pain? Because you need a savior. Thank you, Jesus, for coming to this earth to fill our hearts and minds and to show us that we are complete in you, that we are valuable, and that you were there at every stage and every step along our lives. So what do we do? What do we do when we notice that the pain of overeating has increased and yet we still keep doing it? Well, we get alone and we get quiet with the Lord and we wait for him 
to speak. Now, you may not be an expert in hearing the voice of God, and that's okay. I find that when I take the time to get quiet before the Lord, He often speaks in my own desires. Now, my own desires of my flesh are nothing to be followed. Yet, when I can peel that away and connect with the Lord, I start to notice this still small voice. So we have those moments of intentional quiet before him where he can guide and direct us. But I also want to encourage you to pause before, during, and even after you overeat. Because that is the heat of the moment. That's when the emotions are high. And see if you can step back as a gentle observer, put on your cute little Sherlock hat, and get out your magnifying glass and see what's going on. What is the worst thing that could happen if I don't eat? And girl, be dramatic. That's going to help you connect to those emotions that are underneath the surface. That two-year-old or that teenager within us that's throwing a complete temper tantrum, that's what we can really glean from. So pause, 10 seconds, a minute, and see if you can see what's going on. Maybe, just maybe, you invite Jesus into that moment with you. You're sitting on the couch, you're wedging mindlessly, and you close your eyes and you say, Jesus, will you just come sit with me? Like he's in the room anyway, right? Will you just come sit with me? And you can keep eating your popcorn, it's okay. But you talk with him about what's going on inside of you and you see what's happening. And then, then you can start to get into the word of God for solutions for your struggle. So let's play out a couple of pretend scenarios. You and Jesus are having some popcorn on the couch and you're in this zone of hand to mouth. There's nothing going on except the stress showing itself in the way that you're eating. And you pause for a moment and you notice that your heart rate is high and that eating is calming some anxiety within you. Now you know that looking up verses and finding information about how to manage stress and anxiety from a biblical standpoint are going to be the proper medicine. Maybe in that moment, you notice insides, your insides, they feel dark empty and sad and you need comfort and the food it's giving you comfort and I know these are hard things to see but when you notice what's happening you can apply the proper medicine by getting into the word of God and finding out what he has to say about the need for comfort and standing on the truth of his word in order to transform your mind and to by faith find comfort in him. Now, from a practical standpoint, as you learn a bit more about why you're turning to food, you may also begin to find some practical solutions. Maybe you're bored. I know sometimes it's crazy. We can be busy, busy, busy. And yet at a moment, you know, at 10, 10 o'clock at night or Saturday afternoon, we could feel bored. And I think it's not necessarily a lack of stuff to do because there's always stuff to do, but a lack of something meaningful to do. Maybe. As you pause and you notice that you're feeling bored in that moment, you can start to brainstorm some things that bring you joy to do. And the idea behind all of this is to get to the heart of the matter. 
Stop trying to fix the food. Well, though it's great to make healthy meals, it's awesome to balance out your plate. But stop trying to fix the food because focusing on the food only brings an even more emotion to those decisions. Stop trying to fix the food and get to the heart of the matter with Jesus through prayer, through the word of God, and through practical solutions. Learn the skills and we are going to love ourselves out of overeating, habit ourselves out of overeating, create better habits rather than fighting the overeating, and skill yourself out of overeating, meaning create a skill set that allows you to rise above the overeating through the power of God and because you're meeting your true needs through proper self-care and spiritual health as well. Oh, and P.S. If you're looking for an additional resource to help you get rid of those negative thoughts that lead to overeating, I've got the best resource for you. It's the 15 tips from the Bible to overcome overeating Bible study. It's five days, it's simple, it's word-based, and it will transform the way you see overeating. And the link is in the description below. Oh, 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 I have one more thing to ask. If you have two minutes, could you please head on over to your podcast app and rate and review the Grace-Filled Food Freedom Podcast? That will give our podcast lots of extra juice to reach women just like you who need food freedom and hope through Jesus Christ. Well, it certainly was lovely to spend some time with you, sis. I hope that you're enjoying a taste of food freedom. Now, if you're looking for more of an entree, I'd love to officially invite you to my Platinum program. It's a six month deep dive, start to finish program that is going to immerse you in God's word and God's plan for food freedom. You can find out more at gracefulplate.com forward slash platinum. And while you're there, be sure to get on the waiting list. It is the most fun, most practical, most productive time you'll probably ever spend on a waiting list. Be sure to check it out. I'll see you there.